Thank you so much, Luke. It's been so great to hear you stories from Uganda throughout our whole series. So it's great for you and, uh, and for Bev sharing that as well. Well, good evening, everyone. I want to add my welcome to those who are joining us here online, as well as those who are here in the room. And for those who are listening on the podcast or catching up, which I am a regular one, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time you are joining us. Now, before I get started, I'm going to say, and listening to Royce this morning, consider this like rhythm part two. We have Royce in the room. Royce, do you want to do part one in case anyone missed it? No, no, don't worry. We won't hold you up that long. But I recommend to go back because Royce talked a great sort of session around margin, and I want to talk about how I find that in my life tonight. For those who I haven't met, my name is Adam, uh, and I have the topic of leisure tonight. And for those that know me are probably scratching their head going, why on earth is this guy talking about leisure? I am not one known for sitting still for too long, uh, relaxing, taking it easy, one thing at a time. I just find there's so much awesome stuff to do in our world that I'm just like, I've got to do it all, I've got to be part of it, and I'm sure you, many of you connect with that as well. To give you some context, I've got some photos here. So the first one I'm going to show is with my beautiful wife, Jess, um, who, um, she makes me look far better than the man that I am. So that's my wife, Jess, there. Um, so yes, I'm very lucky with that. The next one is our three kids, Joel, Zach, and Tim. Oh, this is them wearing their kurtas after I brought them back from India. Tim and Joel look no normal. This is about the best I could get of Zach smiling. He does not stop. Uh, I'm also the founder of an education business that works across Australia, the chief entrepreneur that helps people start and grow businesses, co-owner training business, and I'm running a social impact incubator and a board member as well. So I do a fair bit for work in many different places. And I also volunteer here at Hope Discovery Kids on Sunday mornings, as well with our resource ministry board. And so, as I said, I'm the one that gets given the topic of leisure. Yeah, all right. I think our leadership and our creative team here at Door of Hope, though, wanted me to learn something. But there is one thing that I prioritize, because when things are busy, it helps me find my energy, and it helps refresh me. And it will probably annoy some of you what I find. So I run. I run to relax. I've bought some of my running shirts here to hang on the clothesline because they're a little bit smelly. I apologize. Um, but for me, it's a form of meditation because it's one foot in front of the other. There's nothing else coming at me. There's nothing else I need to do. I am just there running out and about in beautiful creation. And I get to take the time to focus and spend time with God. I'm listening to worship music or I'm catching up with messages from this stage. Um, but that is my time that I get. It's my time to be refreshed I wonder for you what that helps you fill your tank, what it seemingly feels from the inside out that gets your mind going in a good way and you feel really energized from it. And so as we continue with our series of God in the Ordinary and I get to talk about leisure, I want to share with you some of the things that I have learnt about this topic. There are things that I am still working out and so I'm kind of going to give it to you as it sits in my head at the moment and I really hope there's bits that you'll find useful for your stage of life where you're at. Um, and I also should apologise with the work that I do in schools. We cover the basics of financial accounting in 12 minutes. I have 25, so let's see how much I can get across in this time. But definitely, please, look, take notes as well, because there might be some things in this ramble that might be really useful for you in your coming days, weeks and months. And so with that, I want to start with this quote from Joseph Piper, a German philosopher, who was written in the middle of the last century talking about leisure and culture. And this quote is... Leisure, it must be clearly understood, is a mental and spiritual attitude. It is not simply the result of external factors. It is not the inevitable result of spare time, a holiday, a weekend or a vacation. It is, in the first place, an attitude of the mind and a condition of the soul. 
an attitude of the mind and a condition of the soul. See, that to me resonates. True leisure is getting our brain firing and being creative in the best possible way. We feel filled from the inside out. And if you're like me, you know that feeling. And there are some things that we do that just fill our tank. That is true leisure. And so just to make sure we're on the same page of what I'm talking about here, leisure's not just throwing your feet up on the couch and watching whatever is the first thing that comes up on your streaming platform. Leisure is not waiting for retirement and all the time that we say that, yes, we'll enjoy it then. Leisure is not like my good friend Bingo here up on the screen putting their feet up in the relaxing chair because we have just had enough and we are going to zone out. <laughs> we all know it. Bingo spent all day trying to find flowers for coloured capsicum and wants to sit in the relaxing chair. Now, those are relaxing, and please, that is not me being critical of we need that time. But in the context of what I'm sharing, that is not leisure. If leisure is an attitude of the mind and a condition of the soul, it's more about us finding peace and decompressing from the constant demands on our lives so that we can energise our spiritual lives. And in that peace, we can be and we can connect with ourselves and all that God has created. Theologian Richard Forster talks about holy leisure. That's his term. And he talks about how it refers to a sense of balance in the life. An ability to be at peace through the activities of our day. An ability to take rest and take time to enjoy beauty and ability to pace ourselves. And when you think about it, sometimes in the craziness of all the things that we do, there are moments that we find a remarkable sense of peace and beauty. I'm sure you felt that moment. You know when you're just right in that spot. You're in flow, you're in your strength zone. You're not one step ahead of where you should be, nor are you trying to catch up to where you should be. You know you're in the right spot at the right time, and you are there and you can be. For me, true leisure renews us. We live in a world that's constantly grabbing our attention every which way, and it's hard to find time just to be to find a rhythm that helps us thrive rather than just being worn down as though we're something caught in a machine. We can also fall into an assumption that the way that we work and that we do is separated from our leisure. It's like when we turn off our device and anything goes. We believe that God's gifting is on one bucket, the things that we do, and then the downtime is somewhere off the back here. It's a place where we almost can kid ourselves that God doesn't see that, we can kind of just do whatever we want, find things online, watch shows, think about things. It's completely separate from our working lives. But in Colossians 3.17, it says, And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So we have to think about how we don't separate our work and our giftings from the time that we need to be refueled. They all are gifts for God. In fact, actually, I think the refueling time and the leisure time is critical for us to actually do what we are gifted to do. Leisure is really important. We're talking about it being an attitude of the mind and a condition of the soul. It helps us thrive, to do, to be, and to help build God's kingdom. So let me take a little bit of time to talk about maybe some of the types of leisure that we can think about. Now, I could easily spend all night talking through all the different types, so I'm just going to limit it to five so that you can all get home at a reasonable time. Now, if you're already doing some of these things, I encourage you to maybe think about how you approach them. How do you bring that mindset of true leisure to it so you can bring God into these moments? And so the first one I want to talk about is just simply being out and about in God's creation. The world is beautiful. The world is incredible. And if you go through the details, the big and the small, God is so creative. 
Then we think about all the creatures that wander the earth and then all of us. God's handiwork is awe-inspiring. We should take moments in that. I mentioned earlier one of the things that I love to do is run. And I find that as my true leisure. I run about 25 k's a week. And when I'm working, I get to go to some beautiful places. In November, these are some of the locations I got to run to, along the cliff tracks of the northern beaches, along the lakes of the central coast in New South Wales, and around the harbour in Triavana with Mariah Island in the background. How can you not praise God for those beautiful sights? But you have to be there. Driving past through the windscreen is not enough. When you're completely immersed in it, then you can really see all that God is creating, and it really does fill your mind and energise your soul. All right, the second one. So that's the first one. The second one is being with others. For many of us, we're energized and we find joy in just being in the company of others. Celebrating others, investing in people. I am an introvert at heart, and so for me, I like spending big amounts of time with small groups of people and going really, really deep and sharing the joys and the toils of life. But for the extroverts in here, Going deep with a small group of people just sounds boring. I get it. You need to be in crowds and you need to party. And I love that parties are things in the Bible. When David ran and hid from Saul, over 300,000 people followed him with enough food to feast. And they did for three whole days. Nehemiah told everyone to celebrate for an entire day. And if they didn't have anything, don't worry. Go and knock on your neighbor's doors. They'll give you food. And Jesus, as Luke mentioned, turned water into wine. Parties are not bad. But I want to say from here, the way we can spend our time there is something we need to think about. Are we doing things that add to people or are we destroying ourselves with things like behaviours and alcohol that we will eventually regret? Celebrating life with others is awesome. But also we've got to think about how we live a life that does not cross those lines. Not because we're prudes or we're naive, but because it's not God's design for our lives. In that, true leisure can be found with others, whether it's deep, in conversation with others, or celebrating the life with others around us. The third one I want to share about is serving and volunteering. This is probably not something we put into that leisure, relaxing category. But for me, just like go with this. Volunteering for me takes a true attitude of the mind and a condition of the soul to invest ourselves in something else. I don't know about you, but when you're sharing your gifts in a way that empowers others, you actually feel more energised when you walk away than when you came in. So back in December, I had the opportunity to be at this big event that was up on the screen. It's called the Unleash Global Innovation Lab in Mysore or Mysuru in India. They would gather 1,000 people from 150 different countries together. Uh, and I'm one of the facilitators of the process. And it would start at 9 a.m. We'd have breakfast beforehand. Yes, I would run before that. At the end of the day, we'd finish around 8 p.m. We'd have dinner, and then we'd all be hanging out to about midnight for eight days straight in a completely foreign place. The top two photos that were up there on the right-hand side were me on the very last afternoon, and you will see that I am beaming and I am energised. I was physically tired, but I was energised from being in the right spot that God wanted me to be in, to share my gifts and blessing others through that process. Leisure can be volunteering and serving. And if you aren't serving here in our community, chat with some of the team tonight, ask the host online, Get involved, and maybe you will find that true leisure through serving. The fourth I wanted to share about refilling, which doesn't sound as exciting as the others, but to me, we need to sometimes be in a position to let others fill us. Serving is something where we help others. Being with others is a commitment out there, and then going out and being in creation is a commitment in that way. But sometimes we actually have to ask for people to go, I need you to come with me, and I need you to help me. 
It's a deliberate choice. We call out for a conversation with a trusted friend to gain clarity. The people that we can just call or just go out for coffee and just go, blur, here is all the stuff, and I just need some help. That can build ourselves. We pick up a book that we can learn more, and it can stretch us so that we can gain clarity. We sometimes, things that we can look for and watch to build our faith and our journey in our lives. Sometimes we need to be really deliberate to find that time to be refueled. It's not about just taking a nap during the day. It's actually a choice to go, I need some help, and I'd like, I think you can help me with this. And the final one I want to share is about withdrawing. This might seem not quite fitting into leisure, but I want to talk about this because I think it's really important. We know here at Door of Hope we talk about finding 20 minutes in the chair to be in the Word, reading the Bible, and taking that time with God. Now, I know I cannot do this with my children running around the house after breakfast like the mad people that they are. I need to withdraw and take some time to find that. I often get up earlier, and then I can find that time in the morning. But for you, it might be during the day or after dinner. As long as you can commit time to focus, to read God's Word, to pray, to actively seek Him without anything else distracting, and then we can go back into our lives and be more focused. That's what withdrawing is about. And we have Jesus to look to as an example, who took many occasions to withdraw, to pray, and then to come back and share more so we can do the same. Now, as I said, they're just five, and I hope there's some really practical ways or something that you can think about that you could do in this next week, especially as we start to move into February where things start to become normal. We're over summer holiday period. I'm sorry. I know uni's further away. But maybe just pick one. Think about that comment of the attitude of the mind and the condition of the soul and find true leisure this week. Go one further and maybe let someone else know. Be accountable to someone. Maybe do something with someone. But I know it sounds strange, but you will get be benefited from it. I know that waking up at sunrise and running gives me more energy than sleeping in for an extra hour. So make that happen. Now, I spent all this time talking about what leisure is and all these things, but okay, why is it really important that we should do it? It's not just because I was given a microphone and got a stage to stand on. Leisure is, in fact, crucial for our spiritual growth and development. As people who live in a fast-paced society, we need to remember that a le leisure atmosphere, where time and space are allotted for being as well as doing, is crucial for Christian spirituality. Now, this quote was in my Bible reading plan this week, but it's really stood out to me. If we go back to that example where I talk about our giftings and our time being in two different buckets, and you picture one with your giftings out in front under the spotlight and the one that we sort of hide away that are all the other things that we do. Um, sorry, I've got Joel just jumping up here as well. Uh, we can't wait to get back into that thinking of, wait, this one God doesn't know, but this is the one that we're going to do with pride. But I think if we think about true leisure, Take the downtime bucket and put that out in front because the leisure bucket makes sure that we can do all of the great things that we want to do. It helps us be ready for the work we need to do, to use the giftings of God and to invest in the kingdom to be everything that we have been created to be. Leisure is not some secret other life, but I actually think it's the thing that makes everything else make sense. And that quote from Vijay Thangaya, he talks about being as well as doing. We live in a world that prioritizes doing. I work in the entrepreneurial space, hustling, 80-hour weeks, just pumping it out. That's what the world says we should do. But in that, I have been there. You are a wreck. You are never actually anywhere at one time. You're just floating in space, and you cannot be present, and you cannot be somewhere. 
with that, one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever picked up, and I'm sorry if I've already shared it with you over the years since I've heard it, but was from Jason Smith at the gathering on the Gold Coast a few years back. He talked about the fact that there's no such thing as work-life balance, and I went, yes, this is the person I want to hear from. But then he talked about this idea of picturing an old medieval cart, you know, with the big wheels, the big axle, and the big spokes. Now, at any one time in this medieval cart, there is one spoke that is the most important. All the rest could fail. But the one between the axle and the ground, that is the one holding everything up. Just that one. In that moment, that's it. And as it moves on, the next spoke becomes so important. And we need to think about that with our focus. We need to bring that to all that we do. Often we live a life where we watch all of the spokes at once. We're with people doing work, checking emails, probably watching a show, maybe doing sport, whatever it happens to be, but our brain is in a million places. Oh, jolly. <laughs> um, when I'm at home, though, my phone goes away. I'm playing Lego with the boys. My family hates it because they can't call me, but I'm sorry, that's what happens. When I'm at work and if you try and message me, I probably won't respond. Uh, and when I travel, I'm with people and projects. And my leisure time, I have to have that same focus. The world and the people around us are remarkable. God's handiwork is awe-inspiring, but to truly admire it, we need to be. We need to be present. Not on a phone, not listening to music. We need to be right here, right now. And that gives us the time and the space to grow. And as we juggle multiple things at the same time, we have to be really deliberate. And true leisure requires 100% of our focus. We could be out in nature, where watching a screen is weird. You have to look around you. We have to be with others where our attention is on them. We could be serving, invested completely into who that we're helping and what we're doing. Refill with information that doesn't distract us from other things or the love of others. We need to withdraw to commit the time and the energy and the space for God to be there with us. As I said, you could put something in your calendar now and you can make it happen. You can do it with a friend, but from my perspective... It is the only way I have margin in my life to be a father, husband, encourager of others, educator, mentor, maybe even a friend, is through leisure. Leisure helps me find the margin that I need so I can be present in a moment. It slows me down so I know where I should be next and I'm not stressed if I'm being held up. I can be in that moment and the clarity comes from leisure resetting my focus. I can be in a conversation, in a community, because leisure allows me to use my giftings. I can be present at home and I can avoid the arguments, often because the time I've spent earlier has brought peace into my life. Leisure creates margin in everything. Leisure is an attitude of the mind and a condition of the soul. And it is only in true, holy leisure can we pause, can we grow, where we can then go and do. Now, as I mentioned at the start, I really thought someone was playing a cruel trick, picking me to talk about this. In November, I worked over 350 hours just in that month. So giving me leisure would be challenging. But uh, when it was announced this morning, people actually came up to me and said, surely you're gonna talk about work. You can't talk about that topic. But I wanna say that through looking through leisure, it's actually given me a stronger foundation to know that God has created all of us to be able to handle everything he has equipped us to do. Of course I want to be home more and not as critical at my job every single day. Of course. But I know the only way I can use my strengths and the giftings that God has for me at work, at school, in communities, even here in this church, is because of leisure. Leisure is that attitude of the mind and the condition of the soul 
and that helps me thrive in every other part of my life. Leisure creates the rhythm that I need to thrive every day. Our spiritual gifts are better invested with leisure when we need to slow down, we need to find that margin, and then we can have the leisure to be renewed. But in all of that, and especially in leisure, you just get a sense of awe of all of our great God. Everything. It's not just in the work that we do, but in the running, in the energy, in the people around us. God is incredible, and we need to find time for that. So this week, take your everyday moment, those that we believe completely ordinary, and even our leisure time, and let's dedicate it to God. Let's all grow through everything that we've heard in this series. Go back and listen to Royce talking about rhythm and margin. Or I was running this afternoon, catching up on Sam's message around taking God into our school and our workplaces and that we don't have to be a professional to do so. There are so many great messages that we've heard this month. I know that I am bringing God into my work every day through leisure and that's helping me create the rhythm that I need. So take the time to be, to listen, to lean in, and to be refreshed in the depths of who you are to chase everything that God has laid out for you. And when the chasing slows, find time for leisure. Prioritize being with people, being out in nature, withdrawing, refilling. True leisure, that is an attitude of the mind and a condition of the soul. So that you can get started for the next lap. Because right here, the lap of 2023 seems pretty impressive. So let's all go do it together. Thank you.